Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, we'll get back to our NFL bets in a second here. Well, we'll move on to the next game in a second, but uh, my thoughts on the Jets and the Patriots. I feel like I should bet Jets plus three, but I don't want to do that to myself. I have self-respect. I'd like to enjoy my Sunday. And yeah. I don't think I will if I click that button on the Jets. So I don't want to. So I actually, I, I think this is going to be a no bet for me. Um, I, I will ask because it's a really low total game. And right now it's in range. Any thought to teasing the Jets up to plus eight and a half with that defense? Uh, nah, I think Zach Wilson's that bad. I think he's shown it against Belichick too. And I know that the two, to be fair, the two games were close that they played last year. Like New England got the punt return touchdown one ten three. So I, I get it. Um, yeah, I don't I don't want to tease Zach Wilson in a game, to be honest. And like a bad weather game, which is on the one hand, you'd be like, oh, well, like low scoring, like conservative, whatever. Be like, what's Zach Wilson doing when the weather's bad? It's like, I just, you know, not nothing good. I don't know. I just uh, I don't want any part of the Jets in the game. I think the number's fine. Patriots are definitely more likely to win, in my opinion, and uh, and might be really bad weather. Seems like, I I feel like the market for this is is pretty dead on. Yeah, I got I I have no desire to bet on this game. We'll have props coming up on Sunday, but nothing for me right now with the Patriots and the Jets. Uh, Ken, a, a game I think both of us definitely like this week features the Commanders and the Bills in our nation's capital. Uh, point spread right now sees Buffalo. In between six and six and a half against the Commanders, Washington plus six and a half is minus 15. The total in the game sits at 43. Injury-wise, Logan Thomas is out for the Commanders at the tight end position. Remember, he got concussed last week by Kareem Jackson. The Commanders run like a three-man rotation at tight end. So obviously Thomas is the best one, but they do have other guys that can step up. Cam Curl and Curtis Samuel are both questionable. Both didn't practice on Friday. We'll await their status coming up on Sunday. Obviously, Samuel is more interesting for like fantasy purposes. And for the Bills clean injury report like literally no one listed on the injury report and just because to pay off what we did yesterday on the show I don't know this for a fact but based on the first two weeks my guess would be DeMar Hamlin will be inactive again for Buffalo this week which is obviously interesting in the comeback player of the year market Ken thoughts here on the Bills and the Commanders yeah bet bet Washington plus seven still like them at six and a half six is getting a little tricky in terms of making a bet I think um especially if the bills are going to be completely healthy they still have to be rated very well even if I think Washington is like way better than the market does still like even through two weeks going two and oh it's worth noting by the way after the game last night and the way the markets have moved today Ron Rivera for coach of the year and Chase Young for comeback player of the year went up in price they became somehow less likely to win uh, overnight, which makes absolutely no sense to me, but that's okay. Uh, especially as Washington's getting bet in the market to go to three and zero. By the way, uh, whatever it doesn't matter. Uh, I like those two things anyway. Uh, six probably no bet. Six and a half, which is still around in like half half the books, would still like Washington. We bet seven. Uh, I, this is a game where again, like weather possible. Uh, I do like the over in the game. I know Washington feels like a good defense and a good defensive line, but like a Bills game with a total of forty three looks like unnatural, honestly. And uh, Sam Howell on the Washington offense has been pretty good this year too. I think they're going to have to score to keep it within the number, definitely. So uh, uh, Washington at more than six and do like the over in the game. We'll call it 43. Do we do we want to call it like, let's get to Sunday, make sure the weather is not like cataclysmic and then and then bet this over? Because like, I agree with you. And like, we like Sam Howell and we like the Bills offense, obviously. So my, my sense of this total market is the same as the Patriots, which is there's a lot of weather already built into this. 
like open 46 now 43 like it ain't just injuries like that's not why this is happening um so i you know i think you'll maybe get a little bit of a bump if it's bad but uh i i actually might bet this like not i might not wait till sunday just in case like this is honestly like a lot of weather steam and i think you might lose some of it uh love washington in the game we talked about it a couple days ago like ken i bet plus seven like ken i also like plus six and a half i mean like pick em pools if it's six and I don't even know, like, depending on your pick and pull, like, when it locks. Oh, like, pick uh, the spread. I, yeah, pick yeah. the spread. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, commanders, uh, even at six. But just as far as bets go, like, I think six and a half is the number you should be targeting. I think that seven is long gone and never coming back. Uh, we like the commanders. We talked about it all week here on You Better, You Bet. Okay. Moving on to Jacksonville, where the Jaguars, eight and a half point home favorites against the Houston Texans. Total is up to 44 and a half. Injury-wise here, like, I mean, the, the Texans injury report is not as bad as it's been, but it's still not good. Uh, Jalen Petrie, their star safety, out again this week. Um, they will get back Jimmy Ward, though. He, Ward missed last week. Derek Stingley, out four to six weeks. So he's not on it. Yeah, he's, he's going to be placed on, on short-term IR. Stingley's going to be out a while. It does look like the Texans will get Laramie Tunsil back, their star left tackle, one of the best left tackles in the league practice all three days in a limited fashion so I think like that that's got to make you feel a, a, a little bit better about this Texans offense for the Jaguars the only player listed as out is wide receiver Zay Jones fantasy wise Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley gonna and, and Evan Ingram ton of targets coming up from Trevor Lawrence Ken Betts please for the Texans and the Jags yeah, nothing on the side. This has been seven and a half to nine and a half basically the whole week. Uh, touched 10 very briefly and then came back down when the Texans got some pretty good news on the injury front, which you obviously just detailed right there. Um, I think the spread is fine. Jags in this kind of a game, this kind of a number, I think makes a lot of sense. I think it's very likely they get the lead probably by passing the ball and then the Texans have to chase the game, kind of like what happened with Indianapolis last week. If that happens, the spread's probably fine. Like it'll kind of you know, could be like 10 to 3 to 10 to 3 to 10 to 3 margin wise uh, on both sides of the number. I do think the over is good. Uh, this got as low as 43 and a half earlier in the week. There are still a couple 44s on the board, 44 and a half most places. This is still down from open and I get it. Uh, Jacksonville's offense, Press Taylor is calling plays, not Doug Peterson this year. So that's a difference. And they have not been good through two weeks at all. Uh, but the Texans have this thing where when they play you, they basically let you convert every third down and they let you go 100% in the red zone. And the Jags haven't played any teams that do that so far. So I think that'll be really good for their offense and uh, and kind of cover up some of the things that have been lacking through the first couple weeks. Do like the over a lot in the game. Uh, had to bet the side. I don't even know. Like, I think the number is honestly perfect. Uh, would maybe consider teasing Jacksonville would be the only thing. We'll do that on Sunday, but for now, just the over in the game. So, like, I think we bet the, the the over at a better number, like a little bit lower. Do you still like it at 44 and a half yes. people out there? Okay. Yeah. They will, well, there you go. Uh, my projected spread in this game was seven and a half. Um, so I took 10 with Houston, but for like the, the limited amount of time it was out there, I would still bet Houston at this number. I think it's like CJ Stroud, I thought showed a lot. I think he's pretty good the first two weeks of the season. And I think even in a spot, if they're down at the end of the game, like, I, I definitely think he could get you in through the back door. Dell's good. Nico Collins is good. Uh, they got some legitimate weapons on this offense here. I wouldn't be shocked if this is a close game in the final couple minutes here in the fourth quarter. Uh, so I would still bet the Texans here at plus eight and a half. So Houston, my preferred side in the game, and I'm with Ken on the over. Um, another eight and a half point spread sees the Ravens hosting the Colts in the Mayflower Bowl. Um, this is in between eight and eight and a half for Baltimore. Total here is 44. A lot of injury stuff going on in this game. The headliner, Anthony Richardson, is out with a concussion. Gardner Minshew will start for Indianapolis. This is a Colts 
will also be without star starting center Ryan Kelly. It looks like they will have guard, star guard, Quinton Nelson. For the Ravens, laundry list of players that are out. Odell Beckham. Justice Hill, which means it'll be Gus Edwards, Kenyon Drake, and Melvin Gordon at running back. Would have been a great fantasy team in 2019. So Beckham's out. Justice Hill is out. Marlon Humphrey's out. Starting center Tyler Linderbaum is out. Jason Owe, pass rusher, is out. Left tackle Ronnie Stanley is out. And safety Marcus Williams is out. And again, Ravens lay an eight about Ken and total is 44 in Baltimore. Yeah, I haven't really uh, given out any bets on this game this week, and I don't think that's going to change right now. Um, you know, the Ravens are obviously in a, a teaser range, a two-team six-pointer to, to have to win by less than three. That's probably a like home Gardner Minshew, you feel like it's pretty advantageous setup for them. Uh, this could be another game, honestly, with the way the Colts have scored, even with Minshew in the game. This could be like kind of a low total with the Ravens offense and then Shane Steichen on the opposite side with like any players at all. Um, so maybe it's an over. Let's wait till Sunday on that. I uh, have not bet anything in the game. Don't think I'm going to. Only note I would have with Richardson officially declared out. It's just worth noting there's been no movement in the offensive rookie of the year market at all in which Richardson is currently the second choice uh, and he loses a potential game to accumulate stats and everyone else gains a game. So my advice here isn't like, oh, well, there's got to be like a bet. If you like anyone that's not Anthony Richardson in this market, they're going to gain on him this week, and their price is more likely to drop than his is. His is going to go up. He will be less likely to win this award next week, and the market just isn't going to price it in yet until the guys play all their games. So, like, if you like Nakua or you like Bijan Robinson, who I've started kind of, like, playing some two-team parlays with with some other awards guys that I like just to have some exposure to him because I think he might kind of go down a lot in price this week with Richardson not playing, just worth noting, like, Look at that market before Sunday. If you like someone, there's a good chance they're going to gain and Richardson's going to lose because he's going to lose the game. He's not going to play. So just kind of keep that in mind awards-wise. Uh, my thought on this game, and I haven't made a bet yet, and Ken and I talked about this off-air, I do like Ravens teaser legs. So I'll, I'll before Sunday, I'll put the Ravens in some teaser legs. I'd only put Baltimore here. Like, Gardner Minshew is one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league. There's no doubt about it. Whether I like dislike him or not and dislike the fanfare around him, like he is one of the better backups in the league. I do think there's a difference between Gardner Minshew coming into a game mid-game and like the the opposing team knowing that Gardner Minshew is going to be the quarterback the entire week. And and I know that that you know that he had a little bit of success last year, at least statistically with the Philadelphia Eagles and has had success in the past as a starting quarterback. I I don't I don't like the weapons this Colts team has on offense. Richardson's been really, really, really good. And Minshew obviously doesn't have the rushing ability that uh, that Richardson has. And, and I like this Ravens offense. Look what they did last week against Cincinnati. They were missing all the same guys on offense. Lamar looks great in this new Todd Munkin scheme. Zay Flowers looks awesome. Mark Andrews is back and healthy. Nelson Aguilar looks great. I can't believe that's a sentence I'm uttering here. It's Ravens or nothing for me. I, 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 might, I might lay the eight coming up on Sunday, and I do like Ravens teaser legs on Sunday. Ken, moving on to the afternoon slate. Seahawks and Panthers. Uh, this is an... Just, in, just another Seahawks Sunday. Uh, the point spread here is down to Seattle minus five and a half, which is a number I bet a couple days ago. I thought I was going to closing line value. <laughs> Total in the game is 42. I guess, I guess we'll see like how this is going to go. The headliner here, Bryce Young is out. 
uh, both due to an ankle injury and also like head spinning from first two weeks of NFL career playing with bad team. Andy Dalton starts for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, otherwise, not much there for the Carolina for the Panthers um, injury report. Charles uh, Cross is going to be out here for the Seattle Seahawks. He will be out again, so they're going to be down both of their starting tackles. DK Metcalf likely to play. Got a full practice in today. Um, questionable on the injury report, but very likely to play. It looks like Jamal Adams will play as well here, Ken, for the Seattle Seahawks. Thoughts, please. Seahawks and Panthers, red rifle starting for Carolina. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. The afternoon slate's going to be rough betting for me. It's this game and two giant favorites. And I just don't think there's a lot going on here. Um, I'll, I'll just be perfectly honest on this game. I don't know what the hell's going to happen. I mean, I, I don't even know what the right number is, apparently, because like Andy Dalton for Bryce Young. Yeah, it's five and a half. It actually is five in a bunch of places. So for the third straight week, the Seahawks are playing in a game where the point spread is moving in a way I wouldn't expect and where that like makes me feel ill about the possibility of betting it or what I think is going to happen. I don't have any bets on the game. Um, kind of like Seattle early in the week, because why wouldn't you? And uh, probably very unlikely to have a bet in this game. Maybe Dalton can like figure something out and make the game really competitive. They have to be really competitive to cover this number. I just, I'd like to see how Carolina plans on doing that in a game before I ever back them. And they've just been basically the worst team in the league through two weeks. So not sure that's going to, not sure that's going to happen. So no, no bets for me. Uh, don't even know what I'd lean. Would totally avoid this game. Uh, I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet Carolina, and I'm gonna bet I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of my Seahawks bet. I'm gonna buy out of it, and I'll and I'll and I'll eat the juice because I I don't I don't think I want any part of this. Like I don't want to be wrong again on Seattle, and I feel like I'm gonna be. So I I, I think I think I'm out. I think I'm out. Okay. Because uh, it just it's just like folding it's so is dumb. a good word there. I like that. Like, I'm folding. Like, like I lose. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton raised like Frank Reich raised. He put in Andy Dalton, and you're like, you know what? I fold. You need to count your money when Andy Dalton's sitting at the table. Uh, okay, Bears and the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Kansas City, 12.5-point favorite. The total here is 48. Obviously a no-good, terrible week for the Chicago Bears. Um, Eddie Jackson, unlikely to play, one of their safeties. Um, didn't practice the whole week, listed as doubtful. Uh, I don't think Nate Davis is going to play. I mean, Evan Silva was on the show yesterday, said he didn't think he was going to. Maybe. Um, did practice today in a limited fashion, listed as questionable. They could really use him because that offensive line is all sorts of banged up. Uh, for the Chiefs, Isaiah Pacheco and Kadarius Toney are both listed as questionable. The super freak, Richie James, is out, Ken, for the Chiefs. Yeah, man, I just, I, I don't know what the angle is here. Like, yeah, the Chiefs should be favored. Yeah, it should be by about this amount. Uh, I expect them to be very likely to win the game. Uh, can they win by this margin? Probably, but I mean, just what is the Bears offense going to look like? Is it going to look different? That's been the whole theme this week. What if it's a little different and Fields runs a little bit more? He backdoored a bunch of covers uh, last year running like that, kept games more competitive than they were against good teams, too, in a bunch of situations. Can definitely do that in this game. Is he going to do that? I have not one clue. And that is why I am not betting the game. Uh, I don't see any any angle to make a bet here. Um, my point spread in the game is 13. And I think the Bears might be the worst team in the league. And I have very, very much enjoyed betting against them in the first two weeks oh, of the yeah. season. Tampa was like, electric very... last week. It was great. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like Green Bay was pretty electric in week one also. Like absolutely love that bet as well. So I'm going to go back to the well here and let's fade the Chicago Bears again. Like a small point spread edge for me. And also like I get to bet against the Bears and I get to do it in Arrowhead. And I get to do it with the Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe Justin Fields backdoors the game and he was right and he says F it and he plays, and he does it his way. And if that's the case, I tip the cap. I'll believe it when I see it. 
I'll take the Chiefs, and I think the Chiefs win this game by about a billion points on Sunday. On the other side, our bets for the Cowboys and the Cardinals, the Steelers and the Raiders, and then we'll give you all our bets for tonight.